Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 178. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. It's the end of the month, meaning this episode is where you can catch up on anything you've missed recently. We'll be discussing some of the latest product updates, blogs, Forest FM episodes, and everything else in between. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. If you wanted to run a campaign just to your new clients or get really specific and, you know, people who had a color in the last 12 months, but haven't been in in the last three months, you know, we have that information. We have all that information in, in the database and we can target that uh, campaign for you. With Forest, you have the option to turn on this SMS option. So anyone you don't have an email address for, you do have a phone number for, what we can do is we'll text them instead with a link to the email hosted on a web page. You'll reach absolutely everybody in your salon that you can reach. The other point then is obviously the analytics, because we have all of the data again within Forest. If someone is sent an email campaign and they click on it, they go into your online booking, they book a hair service, they book a full head of highlights. We know exactly how much money you're making back on that campaign. So we can say you have made you know this much money out of this campaign. MailChimp can't offer you that because your clients don't book through MailChimp. MailChimp don't have that data. So the analytics through Forest is much more powerful. Email marketing is not going out of style anytime soon. Uh, If anything, it's actually just going to get more important to know how to do it and how to do it right. Uh, I was just actually watching one of Foresight Factory's webinars recently. We had Maeve Corrin on the show from Foresight Factory. And uh, the number one major trend that came out of that webinar was something called presence-free living uh, or life consumed at a distance. And and essentially what that meant was that in the future, uh, engagement with many areas of life will no longer require physical presence and uh, consumers are going to be putting a premium on proximity. That means that for you, if you're bringing a business online digitally with an online store and, and online booking and all these different things, you're going to have to be able to reach your clients. And one of the best ways to do that is with email marketing, because yes, you'll be still competing for, you know, a space in their inbox or, or space on, on their social media. But with social media, you really never fully understand who you're talking to and who you're reaching. So uh, email marketing is really the only type of marketing that you have an own data for. You know who you're reaching. You can get really specific with it, with segmentation. And um, Killian, I mean, you You've written a course on this. I've just delivered a presentation for a small group of owners and managers in the US on the topic as well. What does it take to be successful at email marketing? What makes a good email? Uh, well, there's a couple of things like involved in it. Um, like first off, I love email marketing just because good email marketing, when you receive a good newsletter, it just like there's something around the design element of it, the prettiness of it. Like we have a Slack channel that's called Design Inspiration. And most of the time it's email templates that get thrown in. Um, they're beautifully visual. Like we have an, a five-step process that we talk about. You may have touched off it in your webinar. I know we had an ebook and we use it in the course. It covers things like thinking about subject lines. So think about when's the last time you opened an email. It was probably on your phone. 
right? So that subject line should be short and sweet, between 32, 50 characters, maybe throw an emoji in, don't go over the top, just one, maybe two max, because then when you see that notification appear on your phone, you can already get the full gist of that email just from that little um, subject line bar. I, I don't know what you actually call it in the notification center. Um, then the other side of it is, and this is my favorite bit, is the graphics, like picking that big standout hero image. You don't need to go crazy with images. Just think of one photo that represents the body of your uh, email. Like like they say, a picture paints a thousand words. Um, so you don't have to be a Photoshop expert or anything like that. In fact, just probably go to Google. I don't know if this is copyright infringement or what, but... Unsplash is probably the right one you want Unsplash, to Unsplash, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> scratch out Google Images there. Unsplash um, is a very popular tool. They've over, well, over 500,000 free images to use. But yeah, think about your email. What is it? What is the message you want to get across? And then just search those keywords in there, find the image. Um, the next one, personalize and worthy content. So I said I love email uh, newsletters, but the newsletters I love are ones that are tailored towards me. So not just generic email blasts that's gone out to thousands of followers. It's one that I feel like they've actually taken the time to understand probably through data and metrics what I'm into and use that then to tailor the content towards me. So personalize it. Keep the name. That's the sweetest sound to someone's ears. So important to include the mm -hmm. name. Um, I don't know how many emails I've seen where the merge tags or the macros have been wrong and you get someone else's name and then instantly you're like, if you're too lazy to clean up the names and check that, I'm, I'm unsubscribing. So make sure your client cards, the names are correct, they're spelled correct, and use that capital letter at the start. It's so important. I often get emails with my name with the, my name has an accent in it, and it often just creates like weird characters instead of the e. <laughs> oh, this is where you get like the, when you put like a w e. God, uh, English is just not serving me well today. <laughs> but yeah, you get a load of special characters in between yep. the, the letters. Yeah. Um, so what was it? And worthy content. So like I said, um, don't just send an email blast out to everyone, a generic email. Make sure you're segmenting and the content is tailored towards each segment. Uh, call to action. Can't forget the call to action. Like you're promoting your online store, you're promoting online bookings or purchasing a gift card. How do I action what you want me to do like include a button link into it and then lastly but not least on the email side of it is finished with a signature like <laughs> it's it so many people actually forget this they they sign off as the company name I, that's personally that's not good enough i want to know who sent the email to me i like again the personal touch i like to see a photo of someone, their name and their title, because I want to know who is this person that has emailed me. And if I do go to reply, who is the person that I'm replying to? Um, and then capitalize off that by including links to your social icons and ways to contact you. A couple of other things then is just finding the perfect time to send the emails. The best trick here, so like every business operates different. The best trick here is first off, who is your Betty? So who is your customer and what's the typical profession of that customer? Um, I'm just name dropping a previous Forest FM episode for any of our new listeners. <laughs> so he's really good with numbers. I'm surprised she hasn't just shot out the, the episode number already. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have that one at the top of my head. Don't worry, I'm not going to put you on the spot. But yeah, like understand your clients. Who are they? Do they work from home? 
do they work in office environments? So let's take for an example that most of your clients are office workers, which like myself and Zoe, we're office workers. So nine o'clock, you've gone into work, you're probably eating breakfast at your desk because we're the lucky few that can do that. 11 o'clock, for sure, I'm going making coffee and I'm probably looking at my phone. So anyone that's sending me anything about 11 o'clock, it's going to get my attention. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get loads of emails after this now. Um, lunchtime then is another good one. So anywhere between one and three uh, or between 12 and three. So you're getting people that might take early or late lunches, but also getting that 3 p.m. slump where I'm going for my second, probably third coffee of the day. And again, I want that dopamine high. I want to go open up my notifications and see what's going to appeal. Maybe some impulse shopping or something like that. But um yeah, when else? Uh, probably about eight o'clock then after people have done their commute. But I think it's fair to say you could probably just catch it on about six o'clock because the only commute I'm doing is to the kitchen to make food pretty much, uh, which I'll probably be looking at my phone while cooking. Kind <laughs> yeah. of see what your interests there. <laughs> Coffee and food. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone that hasn't picked up on my daily habits yet, uh, I think that gives you a good gist. But yeah, like A-B test this. It's just like when you put a post on social media, uh, put stuff up, track the day and the time that you've done it, see what the engagement was like. Like on a weekend, people are busy Friday, Saturdays is probably not the best time to put anything out. So yeah, there are just a few tips. Wow, I kind of went on a bit of a rant there and gave my life story away. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope that helps. <laughs> So yeah, all of that is in the course in Forest Academy. I think it's the email marketing game plan. But not only does the game plan cover that, it also covers our brand new email marketing editor and it shows you how to use the new email editor, how to Photoshop in quotation marks because it's not actually Photoshop, but create beautifully designed images, but also how to monitor your campaign's performance. And who better to talk about it than product manager Ashleen Scollard. Welcome back to the show. Thanks very much. Great to be back. All the product managers say it's great to be back. Is it actually? Because you say behind gritted teeth. (laughs) No, it it is. It obviously requires a bit of prep, um, but it's a nice change of scenery, to be honest. Um, Something different in the day. So I look forward to it. Excellent. That's great to hear. Love it. If I can actually jump in with a fair warning, um, anyone who listened to the last time I was on, you may have heard a cat in the background. You may hear it again this time. I am taming a feral kitten who is in the room with me. She is asleep right now, so I hope she doesn't wake up and start meowing. You hear meowing in the background. It's a cat. (laughs) So that's your disclaimer warning right there, people. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> and on that last episode, you were actually talking about the salon reopening features that you are working on. This time now, we're talking about the email editor, or as you've internally named it, the Gladi editor. Was it? Is that what you? <laughs> yes, the, the, the Gladi editor. We will give credit to Kaher on on that one. It's such a great term for it. <laughs> This one has actually been in the work for a while now, hasn't it? Like this isn't the first version of this. This is just the best version. Yeah, I mean, the best version, I would definitely say that. And I hope a lot of people uh, would agree. Um, Anyone who's familiar with our old email editor, as we call it, there's no term for this one, but it's it's the old email editor. Um, That one, you know, was a really good email editor for quite some time. Um, It did the job for, for many years, but... Unfortunately, it came to a point where it was a little bit outdated um, and we wanted to add stuff that we know salons need, like, you know, a spell check and grammar check and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, And you couldn't do that really in in the old one. It was nearly impossible to update. So, yes, we did have to build a new email editor and this has kind of been in the works for a while. Um, But this one, I would say, is definitely the 
the best version of it. Um, it's taken a long journey to get to this point, uh, but definitely the best version of it. What was the inspiration behind like the build of this one? Because obviously, like I've I've seen probably three iterations of the email editor since I've been with Forrest. So what was the what was kind of like the process behind building this one? Yeah, uh, this one. Yeah, as you said, this is the the third sort of version of our new editor. Uh, it's kind of confusing to talk about it that way, but. Yeah, that, that, it is the third one. Uh, it's been in the cards for some time. I've been in Forest for just over a year now. And the very first new editor was added before I joined. So that one did give salons some of the stuff that they wanted, like that, you know, the spelling and grammar check. Mm-hmm. But it was missing some other key features, like a lot of salons will want to send out, you know, say like before and after photos that are side by side or, you know, a picture of a product with the details of the special offer beside it. And you couldn't do that in the first one. Um, so it was worked on again, and the second version uh, did add some of that. And there was a lot of positive feedback on that, but unfortunately, there was also a good bit of negative uh, feedback. And um, people found it a little bit difficult to use, and it was a bit frustrating at times. So we kind of had to go back to the drawing board and think about basically everything that salons needed and try and build something that was much easier to use. So when they sit down to do their email marketing, it has all that they need. And it's, you know, it's no fuss and there's no frustration. So that was kind of the, the I suppose, the inspiration behind it. It's- I remember people were asking for the, the drag and drop kind of option. Is that something that you guys looked at and integrated? Or- uh, no, it's not in there right now. It is something that's being actually investigated uh, as of today by one of our developers to see what we can do there. And um, one of the joys of this brand new email editor is that it's something we've completely built ourselves. So it's much easier, say like than the old one mm-hmm. to add any new technology into it. So something like drag and drop looks like it may be feasible. And um, so we are looking into that. I mentioned earlier, just before you came on to show that you can manipulate images or kind of do like internal photoshopping without having to acquire the skills to photoshop. Uh, like what is the image editor like in this and was there a requirement for such a heavy platform to be able to edit images? Yeah, it's something that our salons would use actually quite a bit. Um, there's some very basic stuff in there, like adding text over an image. Or if you are someone who likes to play around and be very creative, there's an awful lot of options in there right now. It is also something that we're working on at the moment to improve. Um, there's two versions of that image editor in there right now. We're going to simplify that, bring it down to one version and make it a little bit easier to use. So you will see updates to that in the coming weeks, just because we know that salons do use this. They use it quite heavily, to be honest. Um, it's a great tool, um, rather than just relying on, say, stock imagery or any photos that you've taken yourself. Um, you can you know, make them really slick looking really easily. Yeah, it's great because it is actually something that lacks in other email providers, like while they have great functionality to be able to design the email templates and move things around, it's pretty much just upload an image and maybe draw a few shapes or something on it. So I suppose the more advanced settings on this editor is actually great for someone like I'd use Photoshop quite regularly and it offers me quite a lot of uh, abilities similar to yeah, it. Yeah, or similar to Canva as well. Yeah, yeah we should re- rebrand it the forest Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was the beta testing like? As usual, you guys always work with beta testers and, and salon clients who uh, are willing to, to, you know, chat with you guys and, and give feedback on what's going on. So what was what was it like on this one? Uh, pretty amazing, to be honest. Best uh, beta thing that I've ever been involved with. 
Um, it's been such a journey. We've had so much input from so many people in doing it. Um, at the very start, when we kicked off this new editor, which was uh, way back in January, actually it's quite some time ago now at this point, um, we did some initial designs and we created a prototype for people on the beta program to try it out. So we showed that to as many people as possible. Um, you guys would have seen it. Everybody internally within Forest would have seen it. Um, it's great to get feedback from our staff as well as our clients because um, they know so much and um, they have a great insight there. So we even showed those early designs to as many people's, people as possible. And we iterated on those designs even before we started building um, for the beta program. So I think we made jokes about like design version 64 and then design <laughs> version 1000 uh, internally before we even started building. So when we did go to build something, we knew we were coming from a point of strength where we'd gotten already so much feedback about how we could improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when we did, I suppose, start building, as you said, we had quite a lot of salons signed up uh, to help us. And they've been so amazing giving us feedback throughout the entire thing. So the work on this editor has been paused a few times. Obviously, nobody expected the coronavirus pandemic. And as you said, we had to go build stuff like the salon reopening tools and digital consultation forms and stuff like that. So we did have to pause work a couple of times throughout the year before we could get to the point that we rolled it out. So it ended up being a much longer beta program than anybody could ever have envisaged, but it gave us an amazing opportunity to just gather all the feedback possible. And we made constant changes uh, throughout the beta program to the email editor to the point that when we you know, started the rollout in early August, we were really, really confident that it would be something that Salons loved. Um, so thank you if anybody is listening and was part of that beta program. Thank you so much for all your feedback. It was amazing. What was the caliber of the people involved in that beta group? So was it a random sample of like mixed experience with email marketing? Would they have been heavy users of email marketing? Would they have been using external tools quite regularly themselves or solely relying on first original email editor? What, what was that kind of mix? Yeah, it was a, a, a quite a mix there. Very varied. Some people who would never have done it before. Some people who would have used our old, old email editor all the time. Some people who used the previous new email editor. Mm-hmm. Some people who only ever used MailChimp. Um, and we did have one or two who said they'd move over now because they liked it so much. So much. So quite a, a mix. And we made sure that we had people from all the different regions that we cover. So, you know, Ireland, UK, uh, Germany, Finland, US, Canada. We made sure basically every country that we covered, we had a couple of people uh, there giving us our feedback because... Obviously, the feedback can be completely different depending on where you're based. Um, so it was amazing to get such a, a varied mix of people involved in that. Cool. So it's fair to say that these weren't all email marketing specialists who no, are now able no. to use a, an email marketing specialist tool. It's, it is all calibers. <laughs> yeah. We did have some of those, some of those, but the vast majority not. No. Excellent. So you mentioned it was rolled out early August, well, started rolling out early August. Um, so I know it's quite early maybe to ask for this, but do you have any kind of feedback or stats around uh, either adoption or, or any kind of stuff like that? Yeah, um, we do. As you said, it's it's quite early days, but the initial feedback we've gotten has been amazing. Um, say like internally within Forest, we've actually seen a drop in support calls for email marketing. So that kind of proves that, you know, it has what salons need and they find it much easier to use than the previous one. We also added, if anyone's seen this, a little rating system to the new editor. So the first time that you use it after a period of time, it'll ask you, you know, how was your experience so far and how would you rate it compared to the previous one? So 
we've gotten quite a lot of five out of fives on that and tens out of tens as well, which is great. I mean, a huge proportion of those uh, have been top notch. Um, we have gotten some feedback on areas to improve. Nothing's ever 100% perfect. Um, never the case in software development <laughs> at all. Um, so there are areas to improve, but we've gotten such positive feedback. It's really wonderful. And in terms of, I suppose, of adoption, we kind of, I kind of track those stats on a monthly basis, so I wouldn't have those. So you can ask me if I'm back on again in a month or two, we'll see. <laughs> when you're back but on again. When? It's not when, if, okay. it's when, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the initial things that I can share is like some of the amazing engagement with the email editor. We've added some really small little features into it. So like take, for example, you can now personalize your subject line of your email. So when your emails get sent out, your subject line can say, hi, Killian, check out our special offers. Hi, Zoe, check out our special offers. And uh, mm -hmm. it's not something that's been in any of our previous versions of the email editor. So something really small, but take that one, for example, there's been a thousand clicks on that in the last seven days. So I think wow. that's that's pretty phenomenal. And then another one is the new preview that we brought in to the email editor. So, I love the preview. Yeah, I, I thought so. such a change, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who hasn't seen it, there's both a desktop preview and a mobile preview as well. So our emails are mobile responsive. So the mobile preview gives you an idea of how that would look on a mobile device. And we're seeing huge engagement with that. People will write their email a little bit, go into the preview and have a look, go back, change some things, go back into the preview and come back. So it's used so heavily right now. And again, in the last seven days, there's been three and a half thousand clicks into that preview. So it's pretty phenomenal, the engagement with some of it. I would have done that a lot myself as well when I was creating the course because it's, it was so frustrating in the old one where you had to actually send yourself a test and open it up on your phone. So just to be able to click that one button and just keep flicking between the two is oh, it's just speeds life up so much more. So about 3,000 3, of those clicks were you, were they, Killian? Yeah. yeah, two and a half, roughly. I won't take credit for all of them. Something else that speeds up actually uh, time for clients is I know you've been working with Kathleen Osborne uh, on marketing templates. So she's been crafting marketing templates and revamping the whole suite, yeah. I suppose. Um, and you've been working with her on uploading them into the system and stuff. Has there been like one big uptake on, on one of the templates since uh, since this whole revamp? Yeah, I mean, obviously with the pandemic, the need that salons have has completely changed. So there was uh, a number of coronavirus specific templates uploaded uh, to the editor. Uh, one specific one was the salon reopening one. It's a wonderful template, very visual, very beautiful, easy to use. And that one has generated uh, $3.9 million in revenue for salons since they reopened using that template. So pretty phenomenal. That's actually another incredibly underrated part of this new editor. I'm actually in the forest system now. I'm taking a look at it. Mm. When you use things like MailChimp, you get templates which are pretty much just kind of layout templates. We have loads of pre-written email templates for pretty much every occasion there, whether it's a yep. special occasion, a newsletter like that, the mm. salon reopening. Like there's been an incredible amount of work in just creating those templates as well. So much so that all I need to do is go in and just maybe put in my own contact details or change his name of a salon or add a link or two. Yeah, and it's not something that you would get, I suppose, for free, maybe with some other providers if you look at MailChimp, if you even want to use their templates, you're going to have to pay an extra monthly subscription. And as you said, they're not going to be salon specific. These have been created with salons in mind, knowing exactly what it is that they need out of a monthly newsletter or a special offer template. So, yeah, it's an amazing resource. I think that's 
Absolutely a USP for this. What other USPs can we see for benefiting salon owners using the forest editor as opposed to other editors? There's, there's quite a few, to be honest. <laughs> so using Forest, like that'll give you the most up-to-date information on your clients. So if you wanted to run a campaign just to your new clients or get really specific and, you know, people who had a color in the last 12 months, but haven't been in in the last three months, you know, we have that information. We have all that information in, in the database and we can target that uh, campaign for you. MailChimp is essentially just an email list. So without a lot of very, very manual effort on your part. If you're using MailChimp to maintain that, it's an awful lot of work, which you just don't have to do within Forest. So that's one of the key points there and um, that you can do some really targeted campaigns. Another one that say someone like MailChimp uh, wouldn't have is what we call fallback. Um, it's not a term that may make sense to people if they've never used it before, but it's a way to reach more of your clients. So we know typically a salon has about email addresses for 30% of their clients, but you know, you'd know you have phone numbers for almost everybody, to be honest. Um, so if you're sending out an email campaign, if you're sending it through MailChimp, you're only going to be reaching 30% of your clients. Whereas with Forest, you have the option to turn on this SMS option. So anyone you don't have an email address for, but you do have a phone number for, what we can do is we'll text them instead with a link to the email hosted on a web page. So you'll reach absolutely everybody in your salon that you can reach, which you won't be able to do through MailChimp. So that's another one. And then, yeah, the other point then is obviously the analytics, because we have all of the data again within Forest. If someone is sent an email campaign and they click on it, they go into your online booking, they book a hair service, they book a full head of highlights. We know exactly how much money you're making back on that campaign because we have all of that data within Forest and we can track that. So we can say you have made you know this much money out of this campaign. MailChimp can't offer you that because your clients don't book through MailChimp. MailChimp don't have that data. So the analytics through Forest is much more powerful. They'd be the, I suppose, the three things that I would say would be yeah, USPs versus MailChimp or anyone like that. It might sound like we're doing a lot of bashing of MailChimp, just to put it out <laughs> there. MailChimp is a great email provider. But yes. it's it's generic. It's it's pro probably it's pretty much for anyone that runs a business. What we're talking about here is how this email editor is specific to the salon industry, and uh, like Ashleen said, like other email providers couldn't tell you how much revenue has been generated from color or to send out a, a campaign based on people that have had a cut in style in the last six months. It's so specific, which comes back to segmenting your audience, which we talked about earlier. It's important to make sure that your message is targeted to a specific group of people as opposed to just send a blast to everyone. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's segmenting is the key to to get a better return on investment anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what's what's the um, next steps for this email marketing editor? Uh, next steps, we're I suppose we're already working on some of the feedback that we would have gotten um, from people. So we're improving some of the things around yeah, using your images. As I said, we're working on the image editor. We've added the ability to delete your uploaded images. So there's a whole lot of stuff around images that we're working on at the moment. And then the next big thing for email would be building a new automation suite. So the idea behind this is kind of if anyone's heard the term set and forget before, that you can set up these automated campaigns to just run constantly with no effort on the salon's part. So you set up something like a birthday campaign and you want to send out some sort of special offer to anybody who has a birthday next month. 
you'd be able to do that. You'd be able to enable this. We'll have a pre-built email template for you there. So you don't even have to create the content if you don't want to. And you'll be able to set that up to run constantly in the background. It'll just email all of your clients in advance of their birthday and you don't even have to think about it. So it's generating revenue for your salon without any effort on your part. So birthday is just one example. There's a couple of things that we're going to do there around the automation. So there's going to be a brand new automation suite worked on in the next couple of months. And will that integrate with SMS at all or is that standalone? Yeah, there's there's always going to be some cases where SMS is going to be better. If you want to reach more people, as I said, you're going to have phone numbers for almost everybody. Uh, so yes, the email and SMS would be both options within the automation suite. Brilliant. Well, Ashleen, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Really excited about the email editor and I can't wait to hear um, what other feedback is going to come back once you start getting your monthly data or your <laughs> monthly results. I'll make sure to be updated the next time. I'm <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much for having me. So as usual, we have a segment on the Forest blog and recent articles that have gone out. And to kick off this section, we have Digital Consultation Forms, A Step Closer to Your Safe and Paperless Salon. It's about a four minute read and it's all about Forest's feature. Uh, so how you can now go completely paperless with all your filled in forms stored instantly on your client card within Forest. Uh, it has a full history available on the forms, including any staff notes added after uh, the consultation. And uh, you can also have your clients digitally sign the form and that signature will be stored on the client card as well. So we're going through what the feature is and then we're also uh, talking about the pre-send consultation forms and how that helps keep your staff and clients safe and in a nutshell this was introduced mainly around the COVID reopening uh, period so this was obviously happening at various uh, moments in, in various parts of the world but the feature is available everywhere and our COVID specific disclaimers also make sure that all risks are assessed um, so again it helps you uh, and your staff be sure that you can carry out your five-star service in confidence. There's also a link to a Forest FM episode we had with Mikey Cannon discussing the pre-send consultation forms and there's loads of other things there including step-by-step guides if you're a Forest client and want to understand how to use those forms uh, both the consultation forms but also the pre-send ones. Another blog that was recently published was uh, titled Taking Control of Your Color Business with Vish. That's about a three minute read and it's about making every drop of color count. Vish is a very popular color management software um, helping salons worldwide reduce color waste and introduce pricing structures that are broken down into two parts. So product costs and service costs, uh, allowing them to then be transparent and fairly charged for extra product used uh, without changing service prices. In that article, you can also find how salons and teams around the world are benefiting from solving color management issues. It is an industry wide thing. In fact, according to research, the average salon throws away 25 to 40 percent of its color inventory and loses 10 to 15 percent of its color service revenue. Vish has done some research and upon reopening they actually project salons across the industry will be using up to 175 percent more color on each retouch uh, and unfortunately many absorbing these costs cutting into their margins. So um, definitely something to look into. You can actually calculate your potential savings with one of their tools and Vish is something that integrates with Forest. So if you're a Forest client and you're interested in finding a solution to solve those color management issues, I would strongly recommend checking out that blog. Again, it's titled Taking Control of Your Color Business with Fish. There's also white papers in there that you can access and research and data that they have kindly provided to uh, our audience. 
And finally, we have another blog called Life Beyond COVID-19. You have three types of salon customers. And this one is talking about essentially how as people come back to your salon, um, you'll see that in a post-lockdown era with the threat of COVID-19 still very much alive, you kind of have three types of customers that have kind of shaped themselves. So you have, um, you know, the clients who are really comfortable with the situation, those that are maybe a bit more cautious and, and would like to know more about your procedures and things like that. And those who are not comfortable just yet. And that could happen for various reasons. You know, everyone copes with stressful situations uh, differently. And you need to kind of be aware of these three profiles to uh, be able to talk to your clients in, in, in a way that reassures them or, or, you know, make sure that um, people feel safe when they come to you. The second half of that article uh, highlights essentially how we can help you do that, how we can help you uh, communicate to your clients that they are safe when they come to your salon. We have a video in there highlighting all of the tools that Forrest can provide you that um, helps you uh, provide a safe environment for your clients. So that includes online booking, reminder SMS, pre-send consultation forms, contactless check-in, touchless checkout, remote follow-ups and our online reputation manager, which lets new customers find you on Google uh, as a safe new alternative to walk-ins. As salons and spas reopen, they're also shaping a new normal in which various processes are undergoing considerable changes. The feature you've been waiting for is here. You can now send consultation forms and disclaimers to clients and get all the information you need to prepare for their appointment before they arrive at your salon. Prepare, protect, pre-send. It couldn't be easier or safer. And with email and SMS sending options, you can reach every client in your salon's database. Pre-send consultation forms by Forest Salon Software. Get security and assurance with health checkboxes and client signatures before every appointment. It's time to get back in business with Forest. Standard SMS rates apply. Upgrade your package today and create unlimited customized service consultation forms using our simple form builder tool. Visit forest.com for more details. And then moving on then, we have the Forest FM. So the first episode that we had in August was 174. And we were delighted to say it was back in business. Irish salons shared their reopening experiences. So for that episode, we had Greg Clark of Collage Hair Group and Hairbrush.ie and the Operations Director, John Hickey of The Green Room to discuss kind of how they've been going about around in and around lockdown, but also more importantly, focusing on that reopening journey. So what did that look like? How did they get their team involved? And how was the general day-to-day of the salon since reopening? What was it like? Was it as scary as everyone anticipated? Well, the best way to find out is by listening to the episode. Looking at an industry, how do we make it inspiring to come back in if everybody has to wear a mask? As a former president of the IHF, together you achieve more, right? Together you achieve more all the time. When that document came out, going to government, and I had... IHF, the Hairdressing Council, the Havoc, Synergy. And I went, look when four groups get together, we can do stuff. And I know each each group can have their own independent you know, views on certain things, but on certain issues, we should come together. You can achieve anything you want if you really want it. 
Following that, we had episode 175, James Davis on leading through change and becoming a community linchpin. And this was a bit of a change. Um, it was actually for CEO Ronan Percival, who interviewed entrepreneur James Davis. Uh, he, they were discussing recent projects, what changes uh, both lockdown and reopening had brought to his lawn and how his leadership through this whole uh, period um, positioned him and his local businesses as community linchpins. And it was a really, really interesting episode. So strongly recommend listen to that and if this episode doesn't leave you feeling inspired then i don't know what will i remember when i first opened up clay and i took that loan and the risk i was doing 16 hour days and digging deep and i for the first time you know after you know 10 years of actually getting the best commodity in life which is time um and all of a sudden that was being stripped away from me because I had to dig deep again and go back to like 16 hour days thinking outside the box and, and what I could do in this window. Event plus reaction equals the outcome. You know, a bad event with a bad reaction is gonna, uh, is gonna equal a really bad outcome, but a bad event plus a really positive reaction um, can spin into a really positive outcome. And I've always kind of had that mindset. So after the little wobble, when the announcements were happening, it was quickly spun into a, right, what we got to do here and rally some people together. The next episode, 176, featured Derek Anthony on growing a seven-figure business using mobile technology. Now, when we talk about mobile technology, it's how can he make his salon the most innovative and to improve his client communications, the operations of the salon, and just general bookings. Um, there's loads of stuff that he's covering in this episode. Very interesting episode to listen to. Uh, interesting guy. Don't be scared by the title. This is actually applicable to all salon owners. So here's a few clips from himself. How do we modernize the way that we run and operate a hair salon? And how does the employee experience something that is technologically based and modern and kind of sexy and cool? And how does that attract them to want to work for us, to want to stay working for us? And then on the flip side of it, how do you modernize the client um, experience? And what does it look like, whether it's a seamless check-in, check-out, whether it's a seamless booking of an appointment, whether it's the way that we can communicate with the client virtually? How can you make things really simple? And it goes above and beyond um, just your salon software. Before you even think about running it mobile, you have to think about how you're going to open up your time so that you can focus on these kind of things. Because for me, taking two hours to focus on what we're talking about is just as, if not more important than taking two hours of clients. And the last episode we had before this one in August was 177, a trip down memory lane with Sarah Doyle. And she was talking about uh, her two decades of being with Forrest, essentially, and using and adopting every uh, new feature nearly that Forrest has released over that time. So now we won't be playing any snippets for this one. The episode is actually quite short. So uh, head over to Spotify, Apple Podcast or wherever you uh, tune in to Forrest FM and just put that one on. It's episode 177. You're in for a treat. It's one of those really nice and feel-good episodes. Moving on now, we have the Forest Academy section. And given everything we've just talked about today, I think it's pretty much no surprise that the course we're talking about here is the new marketing editor. 
So this course goes, as we've already mentioned, way beyond just learning how to use the email editor. You'll learn how to craft beautiful email campaigns worthy of capturing your client's attention. So by the end of the course, you'll be able to implement the five-step process behind every successful email. Our Eagle listeners will already be aware of the five-step process from the start of this show. You'll be able to send emails at the perfect time to reach more clients, project your salon's voice through beautifully designed emails, and finally, you'll be able to monitor your campaign's performance and more importantly, the revenue generated. This course is interactive and self-taught and you can do it in and around 30 minutes at your own pace. If you've any queries or need help accessing the courses, email forestacademy at forest.com. And anyone listening who isn't currently a Forest client and interested in learning more about Forest, what we can offer you and how we can help your salon grow, see what features are available in your region today, you can always request a demo. Uh, we're super easy to reach, forest.com. You'll see it at the very top of the page there. Um, otherwise, don't forget that you can head over to forest.com forward slash FM and subscribe to the show's email newsletter. It gets uh, sent out every Wednesday. You get all the updates from the show, key insight into the episodes, guest downloadable content when we do have some and resources delivered straight to your inbox. Uh, And on that note, that is all we have for this week. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions uh, for the email editor, if for instance, you have been using it in your salon, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to share any thoughts with us. Uh, We appreciate and read every single one of them. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.